I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another <laughs> no. hour. Yeah, I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year round, I might as well get paid year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome to Sweet Talk, this episode of Sweet Talk. With me, I have Shirley Hockett, my co-host for today. And our guest is Gabe Monroe with Cornerstone Concrete. Um, how are you today, Shirley? I'm fine, and yourself? I'm doing well. Um, so again, we've got Gabe with Cornerstone Concrete. He is actually uh, helping us with some projects with Construction Combine. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Dave. Can you tell our Gabe, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hey, thank you. I'm happy to be here. appreciate you guys doing this. Um, yeah, I'll just tell you a little bit about my background with construction and cornerstone. Um, I started working construction uh, about 15 or 16 years old, and by 19 or 20, I had decided that I wanted to do this for a living, and I started my own business. So I've owned Cornerstone um, solely as a sole proprietor since then. That's about 1999 or 2000. And since then, we've just continued to, to grow and, and uh, kind of hone our skills, if you will. We, we have a public works license, um, which enables us to do, you know, federal work um, all over the country, as well as city and state licensure. So we're um, pretty robust in our, in our licensures. We also um, do quite a bit in the way of residential and commercial work. We um, do a fair bit of agricultural and industrial work as well. There's the 30 second version. Okay, so how does how did you get into the concrete business? Um, actually, it was I was about 16 or 17, and my high school art teacher um, also had owned a concrete business, and he kept it running um, while he was away for summer break. So every summer he would leave leave school and he would he would run his concrete business. Um, he hired me. Uh, as I was one of his, you know, maybe favorite students. I don't know if I should say that, but he liked me and he offered me a job and uh, I learned the concrete trade initially from him. And then is this, a, how do you feel about this career for people who are looking at it? Is this a good career for people looking to get into the construction industry to enter into? Yeah, you know, construction in general is a great career path, especially these days. And the reason I think that is because if you look at all, I would say a lot of professions and a lot of people these days are looking at medicine as well as tech. Um, and as a result, we have fewer and fewer qualified, you know, and skilled people for the construction industry. Um, as that progresses, I see a supply and demand issue uh, with the construction industry. In other words, there's going to be demand. People are still going to want houses, buildings construction projects completed, but there's going to be fewer and fewer people qualified and able to do it. So I think it bodes well for um, the construction industry. 
And then how is business right now with, uh, I, I know that it's been uh, pretty crazy with the housing market right now. So how's, how is uh, the concrete industry in the current economic climate? It's been really good. Uh, maybe maybe some of the best economy, uh, you know, climate for construction that I've seen in 20 years. Um, the residential markets might be softening a little bit right now. Um, that's partially due to it being, you know, late October and it just happens annually in Idaho, but it also could be, you know, due to just changing of interest rates and loaning, you know, terms and different things. So uh, there could be a number of reasons that the residential market softening, slowing down a little bit. The commercial market seems to still be strong at the moment, but yeah, no guarantees. So what are the challenges uh, that your industry has experienced? Um, you know, main challenges the last year have been staffing and, and then in addition to staffing, material supply chain issues. Um, so our supply for concrete or cement powder, uh, more specifically, has been, has been down and that's made it a little harder to get the concrete that we need. So where do you get the cement powder? Is there any place locally that makes it or is that shipped in? You know, we... That's above my pay grade. We work with um, companies such as Pocatello Ready Mix, and so that's a Ready Mix concrete company that you know owns those big concrete trucks that you keep driving around. And so that's as far as um, my you know understanding goes. I know that there are a couple different uh, cement suppliers around the country and world, and um, but I don't know specifically where they're sourcing um, the cement that we were using uh, this year for for our concrete. Um, I do know that they were having trouble getting it, and they were sourcing it from different locations as a result. So with the, in this concrete industry, um, are there any new techniques or materials that have developed since in the past 20 years since you've been in the industry? Oh, yeah, there's been big improvements. Um, they've, yeah. Sorry about that. I think... Uh, I think I was just receiving another phone call. So if I, if I disappeared for a second, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've made huge, huge uh, jumps in technology with things such as laser screeds or power trowels or power screening devices. They also have uh, rebar tying guns that didn't used to exist. And it's really just served to um, make the job, I wouldn't say easier, but certainly quicker. Um, really enable us to, I guess, reduce our, our labor rate uh, and still get the job done. Now, for people who are looking to get in this career path, is there some sort of career path that people at an entry-level concrete job uh, follow? For example, is it like labor, supervisor, manager? Yeah, it would be a laborer and then um, once they understand and have kind of mastered everything required, with that job, they might move into, you know, a skilled um, position where they would be expected to do more concrete finishing or uh, maybe the next step would even be maybe running some machinery and understanding how to read blueprints. And, um, you know, at some point they would move into uh, a finisher, someone who's able to pour and finish concrete to a certain standard. And then they're still, you know, eager and, and, and zealous there's opportunity to move into a foreman position 
and yeah, maybe maybe a superintendent or down the road a project manager. So yeah, it's so pretty pretty large career. Path. So I'm curious, how long did you work for your art teacher before you opened Cornerstone? You know, I worked for him for a couple of years, and after a couple of years, I realized that I I knew the industry pretty well, and I will. It, you know, we did mainly residential work at that time. So most of my skill set uh, on the job was um, residential work with a little bit of commercial. But I understood the basics. And the basic skill sets do apply for both commercial and residential. There are, there are some nuances uh, as far as the, some of the detail work is different. But at the end of the day, concrete is very, very similar. Setting forms and filling them full of concrete. And so if someone, again, if someone's looking to get into this industry, is, is there any certification or degrees needed to, to uh, work for a concrete uh, company? No, there, there, there really are not, especially in southeastern Idaho. In some bigger cities, there are concrete unions. And so you could become, you know, go through the union journeyman program, and that would, you know, that would let the, the owner know or the, the foreman know, whoever's doing the hiring, that you're serious about the career path. You've invested a considerable amount of time and effort into learning the skill set. Um, but other than that, no. We, we, we train a lot of guys from the ground up, and then we have a lot of skilled people seeing our work, seeing our, you know, our trucks driving around, and they'll come and inquire. And so we bring on skilled people as well as people who know nothing and um, no certifications are required. Although we don't, uh, we certainly like certification. Some people are certified on machinery or OSHA type of certifications and, and those things are helpful, although not always required. Some of them, some of them are required, but not completely required across the board. Well, that's interesting that you bring that up. We actually have some OSHA classes that we offer through our continuing education program so it's it's nice that you bring that up in it. Uh, do you have any uh, your uh, your favorite stories from work or um, experience that you could share with us? Um, you know, yeah, I mean we have a lot of fun. We we try to we try to whistle while you work, if you will. Concrete can be a hard job, but I remind my my employees that hey, you got to pay gym membership. You're getting paid to work out. So, and like that's one thing that they can always chuckle about. Um, and every day when we are, you know, we are working hard and sometimes there's a fair bit of manual labor, um, we remind people, hey, be smart about it. We don't expect anyone to get hurt for the job. But if you work, you work smarter, not harder, um, there's, there's plenty of benefit from a, from a physical or, you know, I would almost say almost, almost like a paid workout. There's no better way to put it. Um, so that's, that's fun. Um, and then certain jobs we get on, yeah, really enjoyable to look back and see some of the work that you've completed, whether it's working on a big, you know, dam for a reservoir or whether it's working for a big steel fab shop, you know, replacing floors or footings for a company who sends steel worldwide. Um, there's a couple of companies in Pocatello that um, have worldwide business. So it's, it's kind of fun to, to know that we've partnered with them in, in a way. Um, and there's also, you know, your, your normal city work where you're doing the work and your friends are driving by and talking and saying hi and 
some of the employees really enjoy that. But yeah, concrete's concrete's a pretty needed commodity for almost every building type in, in the world. So I I think it's a great industry, and I, I don't see it going anywhere. We employ you know three or four women, and um, they most of them prefer to work in the office. We have had a woman or two over the years that worked uh, in the field, but it's not that common. And it's not that we wouldn't hire a woman, it's that we don't have any female applicants for the outdoor laboring position. So that brings me into my next question. We do have a few females that have gone into the construction combine. I know you're familiar with the construction combine as well. What benefits do you see for the con in the construction combine itself? for employers, students, in the community? Well, I think it really opens up uh, the door for some, you know, individual one-on-one -on -one communication with, uh, if you're a student at the Combine, you're able to talk with real-life contractors who really, truly need employees. And if you're um, an employer, you're able to firsthand see how some of these guys work, see how, see how they respond, see how they communicate. So it's really a great networking opportunity for businesses and um, students or potential employees. And, and back on Shirley, uh, you know, I know that in the past we've had some ladies, some young ladies come to the construction combine. Are there any benefits that you think are specific to, for employers or students uh, for the young ladies that are involved? Um, you know, I'm not certain. I mean, I think, I think, you just kind of look at it. If a person is capable of doing the job and is interested and has a good attitude, we'll hire anybody. So it could be beneficial for a woman or a young lady who wants to get into the industry to show up at the combine and, you know, just have a good attitude and work hard. Uh, I think it would be very beneficial in that way. Okay. And so what recommendations do you have for someone who might be looking to get into the uh, construction field or into the cement field itself? Hmm. I would say if you're interested in construction, definitely look at the ISU's, you know, construction programs. Um, they're great. They cover, you know, all the bases from concrete to, to roofing. And um, as far as, you know, concrete in specific, um, definitely just get out and meet the, the concrete contractors. And I, and I will just make this one little clarification. Cement is just one of the ingredients uh, that's required to make concrete. So cement and concrete are often used synonymously, but they're very different products, actually. Cement is just one of the ingredients required to make concrete. Well, that's interesting. I actually didn't know that. So it's interesting for me. I'll be looking for some work in the next couple of years. So that's uh, a good recommendation that I know about that. If someone wants to speak with you or has questions about Cornerstone Concrete, how would they get a hold of you? You know, the best way to, to contact us is um, at our, our email address, which is info at cornerstoneidaho.net cornerstoneidaho.net again info at cornerstoneidaho.net or you could contact um, our, our, our office which is 208-233-1772 
and leave a message with our office manager um, or reach out, you know, ask to have an estimator chat with you. Um, another way is on our, on our website, um, which I am embarrassed to say is under construction and not working um, exactly as it should have been or should be, but um, that is still nonetheless www.cornerstoneidaho.net. Thank you so much for that information. I've got, we've got a couple more questions for you here before we wrap up. We've just got a couple more minutes before our time is up. Uh, can you tell me, is there any favorite technique or favorite item that you like, favorite type of job you like in concrete itself? Hmm. Well, to be honest, um, I, I have... I'm kind of addicted to concrete, so I'm not sure that's a fair question. Um, I, I like all concrete. I, I really do enjoy seeing the work of my own hands and seeing a product um, come to fruition that, that you were a part of or solely responsible for. So it's hard for me to, to have a favorite. Um, I really enjoy it all. I like flat work. Um, I like decorative concrete. Um, I really like walls, you know, pouring big walls, retaining walls or foundations. Um, so yeah, it's, that's kind of a, a hard question for me to answer, but um, yeah, I really like all of it. I'll tell you, years ago, I went out to American Falls to watch. It was some engineering students from Idaho State University. They made canoes out of concrete, and then they floated them in American Falls Reservoir as like a contest to see uh, whose canoe held up. And I was shocked that these canoes uh, made out of concrete and cement could uh, could float. float on water. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. it seems like our time is about up. Thank you so much, Gabe, for joining us on this podcast. Are there any parting words or anything that you think uh, we may have left out that you would like to uh, leave our listeners with? You know, there is one quick thing. I think I mentioned my email address was info at cornerstoneidaho.com. And if I said that, I misspoke. It's info at cornerstoneidaho.net. Um, so that's one quick thing. But um, otherwise, yeah, I think to the listeners um, interested in either getting some concrete work done at their house or um, the, many, the many listeners who might be interested in a career in construction or concrete, um, just go for it. Go get all the information you can and just uh, immerse yourself, get a hold of people that are in the industry. I know that we take interns as well. If someone wants to just come and check out what we're doing and kind of dip their foot in the water, if you will. Um, but yeah, get yourself involved, get a hold of Idaho State University and get with their construction program, come to a combine, watch some videos. Um, but yeah. So will you be at the combine this next year? Uh, absolutely. We really enjoy the combine and we'll, we'll be there again next year. So people can then come to the combine and meet you as well. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm not there, um, my company will be, and, um, I'll have a form under two there. Um, but I would like to be there. I can't guarantee that I will personally. Well, they can learn more about concrete in your company at that combine or by emailing you. Thank you so much, Gabe and Shirley for being on the podcast today. If you would like to reach out to us at Continuing Education for any of these OSHA classes that Gabe spoke about that you may need or any other classes, you can see us at cetrain.org. Um,
isu.edu, or you can email us at cetrain at isu.edu. You can also reach us by phone at 208-282-3372. Be safe, everyone.